This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of Things You Should Know. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the mindset that most of the successful people have. Now, today I got a really interesting question from one of my really good friends. She asked me, when I was starting to become very serious about my career, what was the mindset that I have and what was my primary focus or motivator? Like what motivated me um, during that period of time to achieve the things that I have? And I thought it was a really interesting question. And as I was thinking about the answer to that question, I also started thinking about some of the commonalities that I also see from other very successful entrepreneurs, for example, that I personally admire very much. But of course, this is not to say that there's only one mindset or way to success. What works for me doesn't always mean it works for everyone. Uh, But I thought it was a very interesting topic to share some of the things that I have noticed and observed and learned from reading a lot of the books and articles and things of some of the people that within the tech industry, for example, that I admire very much and personal experiences that I have gone through to prove again and again and again that having a certain mindset really helps, brings you closer to the goals that you want to achieve. Um, one of the things, the number one thing that when I look back into commonality to my past and these people, very successful people that I have admired for a long time is focus. Now, this word focus sounds very boring of sort, but it's really more than that. And in my opinion, instead of calling it focus, I actually will want to call it this obsessed mindset like it's almost like this obsession that you will go through during phases of your life of something that you really really want to achieve and accomplish and I see that in myself in almost every single accomplishments that I have ever was able to achieve within my life but at all but at the same time I also see for example Elon Musk Steve Jobs all of these people you know, and I read so many of their books, so many of their biographies and documentary and just like learn more about their upbringing, even like their thoughts that they have now for their companies and future. The one thing for sure that you could say about these people is that they are very focused, right? Even Jeff Bezos for Amazon, they are customers obsessed, right? Like they literally pride themselves in being customer obsessed meaning they really do want to care about what are something that customer wants and what are some things that they could even give to their customer before they even know they want it but they really do listen to their customer and then apple is very huge on design ease of use usability like they're huge on that and 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 for any of those who is as obsessed as i am with steve job on the upbringing their story You know that Steve Jeff is also very focused and obsessed with 
any products that he put his hands on. And of course, Elon Musk with uh, Tesla and SpaceX, there's no way he could do all that he does if he isn't obsessed with the things that he cares about a lot. Um, and I admire that very much. But like ironically, not ironically, I also realized that throughout my life, the little things, in my opinion, that, you know, like ever since high school, being a cheer captain, joining a cheerleading team, being a service commissioner, like joining certain school clubs, you know, whatever it is that doing your childhood that was important to you, right? There's probably certain things that you want to achieve. How you go about in achieving that, I think it does start to build your character, right? And one thing that I always notice of myself that I actually truly do think, because it's a pattern, like I see it in almost every single thing that I do, is this obsession mindset that I have. I mean, in other words, people will call it this person's very focused, but I truly think of it as like an obsession on a certain topic or whatever goal that you're trying to achieve. And I think that it's a good thing. Like imagine you really, really is passionate about something, no matter what it is. Maybe you want to be a restaurant owner. You want to be a doctor. You want to be a creator, like whatever it is, a musician, you know, a magician, (laughs) like it really doesn't matter. Like whatever it is that you're super into, you do want to narrow down on that. Like let your almost like let the craze come through you, like whatever that it is you're obsessed about, make that come out of you and let your mind and thoughts and body focus on that one thing now i do want to call out one thing because i i hear this a lot where most of the time not most of the time but some things that i do hear about the obsession sometimes is like the the out the not the output but like it's what comes after your obsession you master your obsession meaning Sometimes what I hear is that people are obsessed with making money. They want to make a lot of money or that they want to be their own boss because they're sick of their manager or their boss and they just want to be their own boss. Not saying that those are not good goals. I think they're great goals. But if those are your only motivator, I think you might be missing something, right? Because if money is the only thing that drives you and being your own boss is the only motivator that you have, it will be very difficult for you to keep going because number one, right? In order to make money, you need to either add value into people's life, rather if it's through a product or through your learnings, education, research, whatever that you could give to the world, or you're entertaining people of sort, right? Or you're just, you know, um, being a motivator in their life like whatever it is you're either adding value to them or you're entertaining them in some just being super generalized right like in order to make money right rather just do a product or do your learnings your knowledge whatever it is right because you can't well it's hard I, I mean i haven't thought of it yet like you can't make money without giving anything in other people like people are paying you for something in return so if your primary goal is to make money you need to then figure out something that you could do and master at to then get the money. So that's number one, is that I think 
it's not that money doesn't matter. Money does matter, and I I personally like it a lot too. But I try not to make that as a primary goal. I need to narrow down to the things that I feel like I'm passionate about, or like enough, or I'm obsessed with that I think have the opportunity to drive me money. Right? I mean, I think that's a plus, right? Like, if there's something that you're into doing, you're like, hey, this is actually pretty interesting. I like to dabble my hands into this, or your mind, or your time into this, and make something out of it. And the potential is that if you make this thing great, you have the potential to make a lot of money back. Now that is amazing, and I think that people need to find that thing first, that something that they could be obsessed with and focused on to then bring them the potential of adding a lot of value. And you need to narrow that down. Right, it's like just the mindset of wanting a lot of money. It's not like it's not necessarily going to get you a lot of money if you haven't necessarily found the thing that will then make you those money. So that's kind of number one is to narrow those things down. For me, throughout my experience, rather if it's in high school, college, and to my career, I think a lot of times I do. Focus more in the near term. So, like, of course, like having a great career that pays well is amazing because of the pay. But I try not to focus on the pay because I, at the moment, for example, when I was applying to one of the top tech companies, that was my dream job. I wasn't so much focused on the pay or that you know the like the dream job itself. I was very much focused on. What are some things that I could offer this company, and how can I show them that I do add value to this company, right? And the, for me, one thing that really helps me is also being truly able to accept that you know what, if I don't succeed in this thing that I'm doing, right? If I don't make the money that I want, if I don't get the job that I want, it's okay because I want to make that goal to be for me. Like I want to make sure that I have tried my best, like interviewed the best that I can,、um, study all of the knowledge that I could to do the best that I could to be in that position to do whatever that I'm about to do. Like those have always been my focus, like, and I see this as a pattern: is that whatever that I'm doing, even though of course it's great if I do achieve it and it gets me very far, that's amazing. But if I don't get it, it's fine because I'm almost like having this mindset of I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this to almost like either prove to myself, to be honest, sometimes that I could do this, that I'm capable, or that if I don't succeed, you know, I at least know that well, I really did try my best. Like I've studied, I stayed up to think about this, flush this out, like whatever it is that I'm trying to do, right? I really try to make sure that I have tried all the ways that at least I could think of. And try it all to the best of my ability to say if I really fail. Well, you know, I try my best. I guess it's not meant to be. And honestly, that makes me feel better. But I really need to be able to be candid with myself that I really truly tried my best.、Um, and like, and this is go from like big things and like I guess smaller things when I was younger too. Like big things like the job, you know, applying to not applying. But like interviewing, because the recruiter actually reached out to me. But being able to interview at my dream job, I remember that time I really, really dedicated into the interview, like preparing for the interview. 
like when I say dedication and be obsessed is that you have to almost be obsessed because you do will likely end up spending a lot of time doing and thinking and preparing for whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Like for me, I remember during those couple of weeks that I knew I was going to interview at my dream job, I did whatever I could to prepare. Like I wrote down, I remember papers of all of the possible questions that I think the interviewer would ask me. <laughs> like I think I even read a book of like the most common questions that the big tech companies asks you or something. And I would then think of an answer to almost every one of those questions, not like in almost every single different way, but like I will make sure that I will have experience, my my experience stories ready. Um, what is the best way in explaining this um, example in the way that's easy to understand and it gets to the point? And I truly did. I almost like wrote down the answer to maybe 50, 60, maybe even 100 different questions and for some people when they hear that that sounds crazy right that sounds nuts i personally don't even know any of my friends doing that right because that sounds so extreme but that is what i do like this is what i mean by being obsessed um is that i will go to that extra mile right because sometimes of course like i want to make sure that i do everything i can and if this is what i can do to over prepare or prepare whatever it is to then make me feel confident then I'm gonna do it so I did that I even sat into like my own conference room when I like it's after work I just sat there to practice saying my answer out loud like I would just pretend the interviewers asking me those questions like whatever questions that I could think of I would just pretend that they're asking me and I will force myself to say out loud in the room even though I'm just by myself but I do need to get used to talking right like speaking those answers if everything is only in my head sometimes I feel like I won't say it well right like whatever that you have in your mind sometimes don't always come out the same so I did all of that as well like I practiced in the room for a couple hours by myself just to say the answer smoothly right so I I did you could say like some people would think oh my god that's crazy (laughs) that's way above and beyond but for me it was, I felt like what I needed to prepare myself for one of the most important interview of my life. And for those of you who are curious, I actually got the job offer the next morning. Like I interview in one of the biggest tech company, it's my dream job, and I got my offer the next day. So I firmly believe that sometimes it might sound crazy that you're spending all this time and dedication in preparing something and doing something that you really don't know if it's going to be worth it at the end of the day. But I remember, I remember one thing that I surely felt and told myself is that, look, if they don't give me an offer, they don't think that I'm a good fit, it's okay. I just want to have the mindset of I'm just here to help. It's almost like someone coming to me for a question of like, hey, I'm not sure how we could do this. How do you think we could do this? And I would just give them a very candid answer of like, okay, here's how I think you you could solve this problem. This is what you could do. You first do A, do B, and then this is how you could ensure that C could happen, right? It's just like in my mind, I'm like, if I could even help them 
in that interview to think either differently or understand something better, right? Like if they truly ask me questions and problems that they are currently facing, and if I could anyway answer it, that actually kind of give them like a ding ding, you know, in their mind of like, oh yeah, you know what, that could work. Or like, how come we never thought of that? Or okay, she knows what she's talking about. I would have thought it was worth it. Like, I would have thought that's what I wanted. And that calmed me, to be honest. Like, having that mindset of it's okay if it means that they don't give me the offer or what have you, because I am already number one, very proud that I was able to interview with my dream job. And number two is like trying my best, right? Like, the mindset that I had in my heart was really to be there to help like almost like a consultant whatever you know in those moments it's like someone's friends asking a question of like how do I solve this problem and just candidly answering having that mindset helped me calm myself and also just really at the end of it doing my best right so it's not about getting the money or getting the title or getting into the company it is like man if I if even if I were to do that I felt like I've gone pretty far. Like I am already proud of myself in that stage of the journey. Like just feeling that kind of like offset some of that pressure because here's another thing. When you aim so, so, so like at the end, end of the journey, it's almost like at the end when all the money comes, sometimes that's a bit too far and you feel like it's almost like a bit too unrealistic to keep going. And that's when some of us fall when it comes to motivation. It's like, oh my God, like, when am I ever going to make the big bucks? When am I going to really truly be my own boss and like still live freely and have all these money? Like that space and time for some of us could be pretty far away, right? That's why you want to push it further, closer to you, where you could then start setting uh, goals on the path of that, that you truly need to feel compelled to and proud of and for me usually are goals for myself like sometimes really just like to prove to myself that I could do it like I just want to accomplish this under my belt because I feel like I could but I need to prove to myself that I could and sometimes that it's already enough for me and I I haven't and I seen myself doing this throughout my life even (laughs) I remember back when I was young and I'm trying to be in like one of the school clubs. And I remember during that time, my GPA was actually too low. So I did, was like not really getting considered. And I was like, just so like for something, for some reason, like there was a fire in me again, like this obsession. I was like, I really want to become this. And I feel that I should and be able to become this. And I just like did whatever I could. I spoke to the teacher like even like wrote a super long essay. I was like, okay, the essay is not good enough. Let me talk to this person. Let me express how, why I'm interested, what value I could add to this club. And basically ask the teacher to reconsider. (laughs) And I even, you know, suggested like extra curriculum activities that I could do, right? It's just like this boldness of almost just being there like you let me know what does it take for me to get to where I need to be and I'm going to do those things right if you're going to tell me I need to prove I need to pass two tests and you know um, do this and that okay let me try to do that and then I'll just dedicate all my time in studying for those two tests and get that done 
right? It's kind of like that. <laughs> like it was like I see myself doing all of that. That's what I mean by this obsession pattern. And ironic enough, like when I think now to like the the tech heroes that I admire when it comes to the like being an entrepreneur, um, they also resemble that. Of course, I'm nothing close to them in that regard. But it's just this idea of being obsessed of something that interests you so much, but that thing just happens to have the opportunity to make you money and you being your own boss. I mean, that's amazing. But again, money and being your own boss is almost like the after effect of you being something, being at doing something so great that will get you there. But you need to figure out what that great thing is and you're going to spend time in mastering that great thing in order for you to kind of get the output of being so great is in return it's basically money um, and control and things and power whatever you know however you want to call that um but yeah like i wanted to share that with you because i feel like for some of you especially those that who's still trying to figure out what is it that you want to do and how you want to commit yourself and of course like money is this shiny object that it's easy to be like oh i just want to do whatever that will make me the most money but I would recommend you to explore the things that your heart and mind is drawn to and then truly evaluate if there's a way for you to make money out of that. And for those that who have listened to my previous episode, I have talked about how in this day and age, it is very possible to make, to monetize, to make money of the things that you truly enjoy and have a passion for. So whatever it is that you're interested in, uh, honestly, like it could be video game or numbers or um, airplanes or just things that you think that maybe is such an edge case or even a very wide range of things. If you truly are interested in it, I would say go ahead and really dive deep into that. Master it, right? Try to be like so good in this in this field. Like you're kind of like one of the expert and find your way, do the research and the due diligence and see how you can monetize that and work hard in that. Because in order for, I think, people to make a lot of money, um, they need to be consistent in some way. Like <laughs> what I mean consistent is that there's going to be days where you're going to have really bad days. You're going to, there's going to be days, but whatever it is that you're doing that's generating you money, you're going to hit days where it's so bad, you're not making the money that you want or the things you're, that you're doing, it's so either hideous, boring, you hate it, right? Whatever it is, and there needs to be something there to pull you through. Like, being your own boss sounds fun and all, but like for those that who really try to start your own business knows that when you're own boss, you actually have to do a lot, a lot of stuff, right? Like, what does that mean? You know, like if you have a partner, you need to make sure that you and your partner, like the company partner is aligned on the same thing. If you have, you know, if you're the CEO, you have a finance person, you have a CIO, like all of you depending on how many people have how many percent of the stake of the company, you got to make sure that you guys are aligned. You're able to be make your investor happy. Um, your investor, honestly, even though you're technically the, the CEO or the founder or the owner, 
you're kind of reporting to your investor because your investor are giving you money. You got to make sure your banks, your finances are in order. Legally, everything's in order. Accounting, everything's in order. I mean, like it's a whole operation of things. And then you have to even care about what's in the kitchen. Do you have enough snacks for your employee? I mean, it's just crazy. Like you don't really think about it because the thought of like, oh, you're a CEO, you're a founder of a company, you have people reporting into you. Sound like it's just so easy and fancy. Like everybody just do everything for you, kind of job. But in order for you to get there, you got to do everything. You got to be the CEO and the janitor, right? Like you're everything. You're also your own assistant. You're also your own receptionist. You're also the trainer. The everyone, right? You're everyone. You're wearing multiple hats. And if you didn't love what you do and you're obsessed with what you're trying to make happen, how do you not give up? For most sane people, they'll give up. They're like, oh my god, it's actually so much easier to just work within the company for somebody else because I just do my nine to five. I just need to check my 10 things that I need to do today. I go in, I get out and I do whatever it is that I need to do, right? You don't need to worry about the nuances and everything else. The hardest problem within the company that needs to be solved usually goes to, right? The CEO, the founder and things like that. So I feel like those are the things sometimes that we don't really think about because we're really just too far ahead in thinking about the output of the success rather than what can we do to create a thing that either, you know, and then again, if, if people define success as money um, and power, then, you know, you gotta be worthy in a way. I don't know if worthy is the right word, but like you gotta add value to people or entertain people in some way. Like you are giving, which then you're getting um, to then become, you know, whatever success that you consider success is. Uh, But yeah, I just thought it was a very interesting question. And it just kind of made me think back to the previous days of how I am personally when I'm trying to achieve all of these things. Um, And don't get me wrong, like we all hit, we all hit, like blocks right like even right now right now I feel like I'm having this obsession of being a content creator I really want to try to become a content creator but at the uh, part of being a content creator I despise editing (laughs) you know this doesn't come natural to me it is very hard and I remember doing the last couple of months whenever I need to like learn Final Cut Pro I dread myself from learning, but then like I need to tell myself, look, look, like I need to do the groundwork. Like I need to learn the foundation, the basics of how these things work, how these things come together so that I have the freedom almost in my mind to be more creative so I could think about how things comes together, what's the possibility. But I don't know any of that because I don't know the foundation. So I like put myself honestly through that pain in my opinion because I unfortunately don't have the natural talent of editing and thinking about those things. So I have to go through that. I have to put myself to through that. Like I could be watching Netflix. I could be doing absolutely nothing and you know just push out videos that pretty much are unedited and that could work for some people. But for me, like, I know that if I'm truly serious about trying this out and see if this could work for me, 
I this is kind of like the same pattern, the same process that I see myself doing again from the day that I'm trying to, you know, get to my dream job, the day that I'm trying to aim for the college that I want, the day that I'm trying to be a church captain, like all of those things that I was able to achieve in my life, I've gone through the very similar pattern of like, I gotta put myself accountable and I need to make it worse for me. I need to almost like be honest with myself. Like if I were to ask myself the question, did you try your best? You say you really wanna become this? You say you really, really care about this. Did you try your best and give it your all to do that? And if my answer is truly like, no, <laughs> I did not try my best. You know, right? Like this is the question that only you could answer. Did you truly try your best to try to achieve this thing? Only you could answer that. And if my answer is, I cannot say confidently that I truly try my best, then if I fail, I honestly is the person that I have to blame. Like I'm a hundred percent accountable. Like if I, I set my mind that like, let's say I want to be a doctor, but I do zero things, you know, or like 2% of things that it would take me to become a doctor. Then it's all on me on why I didn't end up becoming a doctor because I just didn't put in the work. I didn't put in the time to make that happen for me. Right, so I can't really say I really want to be a doctor. I might want the fancy things and the fun things that comes with being a doctor, but I personally obviously don't want it bad enough because that's why I did nothing about it, right? So it's like those things that um, I think if it helps for you to kind of go through this, I hope it helps, right? That's why I'm sharing these. Um, but if it doesn't, I'm sorry too, because I know people are so different. What motivates them, what inspires them are so different. I'm just sharing one perspective of what have always worked for me in the way like I could now confidently say that because it is a pattern. It's not like a one-time thing that I've done that it just happens to work. I realized that almost honestly, every single thing that I have achieved within my life from high school to now um like like i like i said like whether it was a school club as small as a school club a cheer captain um colleges uh jobs dream jobs um getting more pay double the pay getting a promotion like all of those things didn't just come natural to me i'm not one of those people that just grew up was always that smart kid no i'm kind of the opposite i'm always like the last <laughs> within the grading system. And I think a lot of people are like, even my parents honestly are surprised with how I turned out to be honest, because there was no kind of like clear trajectory that I was definitely just not the smartest kid in the family. Um, so <laughs> they were even surprised. Oh my God, you got into college and you got uh, like a really good job. You know, whatever the, however they define that. Um, but it's just, and then by no means those are what success look like. Um, but, you know, I, I, I just want to share with you when it comes to mindset and things that I see the pattern among people that have achieved things that they care about in life are usually truly very focused. And in my words, <laughs> I call it obsessed with whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. Because I have gone through days, weeks, and months sometimes doing nothing 
other than trying to do like contribute to that thing that I'm obsessing about. Of course, you know, minus eating, sleeping, going to the bathroom. But I have gone through that. And some people might think, oh my God, are you crazy? Like when I'm so into something, I will literally spend all my time doing whatever I can. If, it, if it's research to even know what the hell I'm supposed to do to then get me to the next step, that's what I'm doing. I'll be researching, okay, what's the step one? Where can I start? Once I figure out step one, I then do it. And then I go to step two. Like, and I would do that pretty much given whatever time that it takes to then get me closer to that thing. And yeah, like I wouldn't say, you know, like 100% of the time. There are things that sometimes I thought I was obsessed with. And then I get over it. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I like so want this. And maybe like two weeks or whatever uh, pass by. I'm like, eh, actually, do I really care? <laughs> you know, that happens and that's okay. Then you just don't want it bad enough and that's fine. Let it go, right? Make your mind focus on something else. But there are going to be things that just keep on lingering in the back of your head. And you're like, oh, I really, really want to do this. And then a month passed by, you're like, oh my God, I still really, really want to do this. Another month passed by, and then that's when, like, hmm, maybe you should really try something. And this is what I mean by proving to yourself of your actions and your interests. For example, even like starting this podcast in the beginning, I wasn't really sure of myself if I'm going to be consistent how I would feel. And I had to kind of make myself prove to myself how serious I am to even now starting to become like a content creator was all kind of like within that path because I, for a while, it's like I want to do it. But at the same time, I wasn't really sure about my true commitment. And of course, I have a full-time job. So to me, it was like, I don't know how much time I have in reality for my world that I'm able to do all of this. Um, But it's like baby step right it's like showing yourself your commitment like okay how are you gonna do it you're gonna do it every week okay you prove to yourself you have done it every week for a year now and so what's the next thing you want to do right then like it does help me give me confidence that i'm like wow i did this for a week for a year so if i truly want to do you know another content stuff like on youtube i then now feel more confident in myself that okay maybe i could do this i could do this and i feel more okay in investing more in it because <laughs> i remember there was a time like even buying a new laptop um i was like oh i better be doing a lot more of this and that uh, or else there's no return <laughs> um but now that i do see myself putting these things in good use when it comes to creating um i do feel like it is worth it um but it is this cycle of like you sometimes not really doing it for the outcome because the outcome like the money the reward they won't come anytime soon (laughs) you know it's gonna take a long time sometimes for those return to come so if that's the only thing that's motivating you it's oftentimes why people give up because they don't know like Number one, they don't know when they're going to see it. Number two, it will feel like it's going to be like a very long time until they see it. And they will go through a lot of, you know, decur- like demotivation. Things that will just make them like hate life. Like, they're like, oh my God, this is hideous. I hate it. You know, like, I have those moments too when I'm like learning editing. And sometimes I feel that way. But now it's starting to be a lot better. Uh, but yeah, it's like those things that you're like, oh my God. And you have to like go through that hump to and in order to go through that hump you need to have that 
what I call passion. But at the same time, I also call it just obsessed of something. Like, and it could be just in that moment you're obsessed with that thing, and that's fine. Like passion, I feel like passion's like longer lasting. But obsession, it could be like phases, and I think that's completely fair. You could be obsessed with becoming something or achieving something for a couple of months, <laughs> and you do it. You do it. You achieve it, or you don't achieve it, and then you get obsessed with some other things, and that's cool. That's cool. Um, and I would say that don't let that obsession go to waste. <laughs> If you have been thinking about something, you're like, man, I really, really want to do this. I've been reading about this. I've been thinking about this. You know, the things that you can't help yourself to like stop thinking about.、It. If you keep on finding yourself thinking about it when you're like in the shower, before bed, you know, taking a poop, like all of those things, I feel like are the like the alarm in your own mind. Like you gotta. You gotta do this. You're you're thinking about it in your free time, in times that you don't gotta think about it. You're not getting paid to think about these things, and the fact that you keep thinking about it internally, that's when you should really take action because those are honestly the easier things to make it happen because you're already thinking about it. You know, no one's forcing you, and you're already thinking about it, and that's amazing. Cause that's some like free advertisement in your head <laughs> for those things. So you might as well just put in the work, cause you're already kind of working for it when you're already like thinking about it.、Um, and that's usually how it starts, like for me at least. Like, but that's like the the beginning episodes <laughs> of my obsession is that I just keep thinking about it. The more I think about it, the more some for whatever reason I'm in the fantasy world, so I'm like so confident. <laughs> I'm like, man, I could do this. I could do this, right? And you start fantasizing all the good that comes with it, <laughs> and let yourself, you know, think about all of that. But then the reality is gonna sink in. You gotta start looking online, you know, maybe researching what's step one. Like depending on the stage that you're in already, what is the next thing that you could do to start making things happen? Start researching. Like how much work is it gonna require you, right? So you could start mentally thinking through, like, okay, how much time. Do I gotta start allocating this to make some movements, right? Like some advancement in progress that you could do. And then once you have allocated that, you gotta keep thinking though, right? Like once you start hitting closer to like the next step. Like for me, like I, I kind of take it step by step. I always have my mind open, maybe like two, three step ahead, right? So okay, like after I finish that thing, what what do you gotta do, right? Don't wait until. You finish it, then look up what's the next thing. Like I need to know, kind of like ahead of time. Like okay, approximately in order for me to get to one to ten, it's gonna probably take me approximately X amount of months or years or whatever, however long it takes. And then you gotta realistically start thinking about okay, like and then for me, I like to weigh out the pros and cons, the worst case scenario, the best case scenario, right? Like okay, so if all of this worked well, what? When do I feel like I will get to stage two, whatever? Right? Again, I don't think like too too far ahead. I don't think like okay, when am I gonna be a millionaire? No, like, I just think about okay, like what's the like a、uh, pathway, journey, success that I could start anchoring into, um, and then from there, you know, start thinking about okay, well, like the next two three steps that I feel like needs to be the next thing. Right, like, and those are the things that, like, after a while, you'll be like, "Man, like, it's a lot of work," because you're gonna start figuring out that it is a lot of work. 
Uh, but those are the times that you gotta then validate yourself, right? Are you serious about this, or are you just fantasizing, right? Because actually, a lot of us we fantasize. We're like, man, what a good life! Wow, that would be amazing if I get that life. But you gotta commit, and that commitment you gotta be able to say yes to, right? Because you're you are gonna hit those long nights. Uh, times where it is gonna be stressful, where you gotta put in the actual work to make those happen, and you don't even know, <laughs> you know, if those hard work's gonna return anything. So you also need to accept that, hey, maybe all of these hard work will equate nothing. <laughs> But you know, like you don't gotta see it as nothing. Nothing could mean like maybe no money in return, but you could gain a lot of experiences and learnings, and you truly gotta make something out of that. Right, so it's kind of, and that's how I think about it too. There's not, there's no true losses, you know. Like even if I didn't get the job offer, or like I wasn't able to commit a year long, whatever. Like I could take whatever learnings that I've learned through that time to then maybe put it into something else. You gotta, you know, start thinking that it's almost like repurposing your learnings and your journey to then something else. But you gotta always keep going, and I think that commitment. Takes time to train. Like you gotta really, truly start to feel guilty, and I think I somehow trained myself <laughs> to be like this a little bit. Where if I, excuse me, do nothing for too long, um, like I watch too much Netflix for too long. Like then, don't get me wrong. If I love a show, I'll binge watch the whole thing for the whole weekend, and I don't do anything else. <laughs> But I'm talking about if you find yourself doing that every single weekend for the last three, four months, right? Like, if you have, you know, like nothing else in the world that you want to achieve, then by all means. But for me, because I know there's things on my achieve list <laughs> that I want to achieve, sometimes doing it for more than a couple weekends, I start feeling guilty. And I don't know, is that healthy or unhealthy? I don't really know. But I think that helps me sometimes because that kind of al almost like put me on my toes. That I'm like, okay, I gotta be productive because I I do have so many things I want to achieve uh, by this age and date, and so I gotta keep going if I'm serious about achieving these things. So I gotta get to work, get to this. But I still give myself breaks. I allow myself to do nothing sometimes for a while. Um, but you gotta make yourself accountable because no one's gonna be there for you to be like, "Hey, did you do this? Right? Did you, you said you were gonna do that? Did you do it?" You kind of have to be that for yourself mentally, <laughs> and make yourself accountable. And that's in a way, for most people, that's what it takes, right? It's like that push, that constant push to yourself. That like, if you gotta make it work, you gotta put in the work. I mean, everybody works in different way. I mean, I was gonna say Elon Musk. As most of you know, he works like eighty hours a week. I don't tr completely agree with that. I think that's a little bit much,、uh, but I see it why he's like that because he not only works, he doesn't do it for the money. To me, it doesn't seem that way.、Um, like he works for the big goal that he want to achieve. Like he really wants to see Mars as a multi-planet option for humankind, and he truly, deeply. In my opinion, wants to see that, so he's working for like this bigger good. So to him, 
spending 80 hours a week perhaps is not draining. It's like just working towards something that he just really, really, really want to make happen in his lifetime. Um, and when you have something like that, that you're like that obsessed with, work don't really feel like work. <laughs> you know, you're just already thinking about it, even if you don't have to, because that's what you deep down inside care about. And I think for most of us, it doesn't have to be at that grand of a scale. <laughs> you know, we're like, oh my God, this save human planet or whatever. But I think it's completely great to have stages and phases of obsession on things that we have and turn that into something of an accomplishment that we want to achieve. So what I'm trying to tell all of you is if you feel like there's things that you just keep thinking about that you want to achieve, keep going, like keep like let allow yourself to fantasize greatly in the beginning exactly why you love it, how much you love it, what are all of the great things that you could do with it, right? That's like a very exciting, exciting, happy period. And then keep going um, and then start putting into the research and figuring out, okay, like reality is if you really were to start doing that, what does it take? That's number one. You got to figure out what does it take. And then number two, it's applying it to your life. Because once you find out all of the steps to achieving that, you're going to start applying those steps into your life. And then you have to realistically start asking yourself, which part are you going to commit? And when you say you're going to commit, you're going to make yourself accountable in committing. And you're going to start planning. Okay, when do you think you're going to, you know, start achieving these things? And you're going to start thinking steps ahead. Because remember, it's not a straight checklist. It's not like, okay, there's these 10 things I got to do. I got to finish step one and two. Okay, let me start with step one. You got to start to know, like, what are step four and five? Do you, are you sure, right? Because like, there's no point in the one and two if you feel like you're probably not going to do four and five, right? So it's like really, truly, and those are the things that's going to stress you out a bit. You're like, oh my God, do I really have to think that far? Can Do I really need to commit to all of that? Like, I recommend you should. You should. And I, I try to do that because I know what it means to waste time too, right? That's why a lot of people, sometimes they start something, they probably all are so excited they start the first step and then they don't do it. <laughs> like I was, I was just going to give an example that I'm like, shit, I hope I don't end up doing this. But for example, YouTube is such a popular thing now. everybody, not everybody, but like a lot of the younger people nowadays, they do, um, not all, but like some are very interested in becoming a content creator and want to start their YouTube channel. Um, but there's a very high commonality that people start their YouTube channel, they put like one or two couple videos and they kind of stop, they kind of drop, they don't post anymore. Um, but that's kind of that example when I was thinking about like a certain beginner high, but then they don't really set the commitment to follow through. <laughs> and I hope I don't do the same because I'm starting to like post now as a new content creator but there's still so much to learn but that's kind of what i mean it's like yeah like the beginning is so great it sounds so fun and you have all these energy but then you gotta start thinking long term like okay how can i make myself commit and continue to do these things what are the things skill set and things that i could start building now that will make the future easier um and for me <laughs> since we're talking about content creation, like the stuff that I'm working towards that I'm obsessed with now, like I forced myself to learn editing, even though deep down in my heart, I'm like, oh my God, it's so hard. It's so hard. But I tell myself that this is 
a good investment because if I'm serious, if I'm serious about creating a lot of content and being a good content creator, these things are the tools that's going to make it easier and help me grow. You know, like if I truly don't know how to edit and I'm trying to make my video more entertaining and less dry, I'm going to have a very hard time in making that happen if I don't have the tools or know how to use the tool to do it. And I know that if I don't know how to use the tool to do it, I'm going to feel demotivated. I got to feel like, oh my God, after like one video, oh, it took me too long. I have a second one. I just, I would not look forward to it. I just don't want to do it because it's like every time is so hard because I never took the time to learn the tool to make it easier for myself. So it's like those things. And I'm sure in other examples, we're going to hit those blocks. We're going to we'll hit those blocks. We're like, we don't really want to do that thing. Like maybe one or two out of the five things that we need to do. We're like, okay, I hate this. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Um, but you're going to power through it if you truly are serious in trying out whatever it is that you want to do all right so I, th- I thought today was a fun topic that one of my good friends asked me so i thought to elaborate more on it and share it with all of you so i hope that it was helpful um but if it wasn't and you have other ways that is motivating for you i would love to hear from you as well so please do share what are some things that works for you and motivates you please do feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram. It's at real things you should know. Love to hear from all of you. All right. Have a great week. Bye.